We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a slammer. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. A good Wednesday evening to you. Welcome into the program, the sports portion of your day here on KMOX. Well, it gets going, and we are going to have a lot for you. Uh, we got sports open line for about the next hour and a half. Then we'll take over with uh, Cardinals baseball after that, and we will probably have a very late night. Knock on wood, yesterday actually we were done It was in the 12 a.m. hour, so it could have been uh, much worse yesterday. We'll see uh, what happens tonight. But we are here with you throughout the uh, course of the evening and a lot to get to, a jam-packed program. Here's what we've got going on. Uh, Luke Korak covers the Blues for NHL.com. He is going to join us in our next segment as the Blues are getting training camp underway tomorrow. Later on this hour, uh, Josh Ennis is going to uh, join us. We'll just talk Cardinals baseball with him. Next hour, uh, Brian Walton will join us, talk Cardinal baseball with him, talk Cardinal prospects and some of the young players as well. Uh, Next hour, Dana Ford, the head coach of the Missouri State basketball team, will join us as well. I got the chance to uh, talk with Coach Ford. Today was the uh, Missouri Valley Men's Basketball Media Day held at uh, the Missouri Athletic Club, and I got the chance to uh, talk with uh, Coach Ford and had a good conversation, so we'll play that for you coming up. i uh, got a few other things there as well that we'll play uh, later on in the week, but for uh, today, uh, we will hear from uh, Coach Ford coming up in just a bit. I said this yesterday on the Externing Show, but considering the fact that it was midnight, I'm sure there's a few. There's a, there's at least a couple people out there listening that were not listening uh, at midnight last night when we were doing uh, Cardinals postgame. I'm having a hard time right now grasping... Like what the worry level should be about the Cardinals. If you haven't realized this about me yet, my general takeaway on things is it takes a while for something to like be meaningful. I'm not I'm not a hot take guy. I'm not a react to one single game, even a single week. So What I'm having a hard time with right now is the Cardinals are struggling offensively. They are really, really struggling offensively. They have been shut out in two straight games, and the game before that, the only run they scored was thanks to the extra runner that you have in extra innings and that 11-inning win in the second game of the doubleheader against the Reds on Saturday. So they have not scored an earned run 
in their last three games, and one of those games went extra innings. So they've gone a long time. They've played a lot of baseball without scoring any runs or any earned runs and scoring just one run. They've gone a long time without scoring any runs because they've been uh, shut out the last two days. So what should the worry level be? That's that's kind of where that's where I have a little pause because I don't think it's nothing, but at the same time, I I don't think this means that this is a bad offensive club. I don't think this means that uh, they're not going to be able to turn it around. If they were just like in kind of a normal offensive slump, I wouldn't be thinking anything about it. If they were scoring one, two runs a night and losing some games right now, to me, that would be absolutely nothing. It would be a total nothing burger. It would be something that I'm, I don't even want to talk about because they just came off in August where they were spectacular. And you're in this weird time where right now these games don't mean a whole lot for the Cardinals because they are en route to winning the division. And I know people keep saying, well, they can, they can catch the Mets or the Braves. Eh, that's going to be tough. Not that they can't, but that's going to be tough. Uh, so I, I think they're almost locked in where they're at right now as that third division winning team. And for instance, you had the Reds who they're nothing. They're a bad team and human element comes into it. And all of a sudden you're, you're playing kind of down to your competition. I'm really, it sounds like I'm making excuses. I'm not, I'm, I'm really not making excuses. I'm just kind of presenting the facts of what's going on with the schedule right now. Um, now you're playing the Padres and the Padres are scratching, clawing, fighting right now to try to, uh, to try to get in. I'm actually going to be more interested in what happens in the Dodgers series. My belief is that the Dodgers series is going to tell a lot more about who the Cardinals are than the Padres series, not because the Dodgers are better than the Cardinals or better than the Padres or anything like that, but they're kind of in the same spot. The Dodgers and Cardinals are very similar in where they're at right now. They don't have a whole lot left to play for. The Dodgers really don't have anything to play for. They've got everything locked in. The Cardinals still need to clinch the division and do all that sort of stuff. But basically, they're kind of in the same spot. The Dodgers know where they're at in the standings, know where they're going to be at at the end of the year. Cardinals kind of in the same spot. So that's... That's the series I'm more interested in and kind of evaluating this team right now. I just, I don't think we learn anything from what's going on. But all that being said, they're not scoring runs. It would certainly make you feel a little bit better if they could uh, score some runs, and we'll see if they can do that tonight. Uh, By the way, our coverage will uh, begin at 8.40 for uh, Cardinals uh, base. 8.45, 8.45, 7.45. I'm all over the place. 7.45 7.45 is when our coverage begins. That's why I need Matt Pajeski because he knows when things actually happen, and I don't, and I'm the one who's talking, so that's can be a problem at the time. 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. Uh, that's how you call. That's how you text. We're going to switch gears. We'll talk some NHL hockey coming up in just a moment as uh, Luke Korak is uh, going to join us. He covers the blues for NHL.com. We'll do that next. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. <laughs> 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. A little bit of a shorter program today, a little bit more than an hour and a half as we get you set for uh, Cardinals baseball. We're going to switch gears, though, and talk some St. Louis Blues hockey. We're very happy to uh, welcome on to the program a guy who uh, covers the Blues for uh, NHL.com. He is uh, Luke Korak. You can follow him on Twitter. You probably already do at LKORAC10. Lou, thanks so much for uh, taking uh, some time with us. How are you? Good, Matt. How you doing? I am good. Uh, the training camp is just about set to uh, get underway for the Blues. They'll play their first preseason game uh, less than a week later. Uh, what What are the early storylines in training camp? Because the storylines evolve as training camp moves on. But in those first five, six days before they play that first preseason game, what are the things you're going to be looking at? Well, first and foremost, just kind of how things uh, all come together and, uh, you know, how quickly it does, because there's going to be a lot of familiarity there since there wasn't a ton, there hasn't been a ton of turnover. So you're not really, you know, teams are usually coming into this and trying to incorporate, you know, some of their, some of the new pieces that they've brought in. And yeah, the blues, they're going to, they're going to have a couple and they're going to have some young guys that are going to be battling for spots. That's always going to be something to keep an eye out on, you know, particularly a guy like Jake neighbors and Zach Bolduke and how these guys, you know, what kind of an impact they can make uh, as some of their uh, young core pieces of, of draft picks, number one picks, but uh, you know, it's the cast and uh, the, the veteran guys that they have coming in. There's just that familiarity there. And it's just all uh, about how quickly it all comes together. And, and I think it's going to come together pretty quickly because a lot of these guys have played together. They all know each other. I mean, I know Nick Letty, one of the veteran guys, uh, you know, if you want to say one of the fairly new guys, he is. But, you know, he got a good taste with this team last year. So it's just going to be interesting to see how these guys are able to uh, just just get down to business. And I think that's what it's going to be all about. Because I don't think from a fan standpoint that uh, there's going to be uh, much more expectation than what they saw last year. And, and I just think that has a lot to do with, uh, you know, the, the lack of splashy turnover on this team. But you know what? They're still going to be good. They're still going to be right there. 
uh, barring any uh, significant injuries, and you just never know how that stuff's going to play out. But uh, you're still going to expect this team to compete, and you're still going to expect them to be near at the top of the Western Conference right there battling with uh, some of the top likes, like Colorado. I mean, you know, that's that's the benchmark right now, and uh, the Blues are going to give it their best to give them a push. You mentioned two young players who will push for roster spots, but there's no guarantee they'll make the roster in uh, Neighbors, who probably needs to be a top three-line guy, or he'll probably get sent uh, down. You also have uh, Bulduk, who could potentially uh, end up uh, going back to uh, major junior hockey, uh, which is if, if he doesn't earn a spot. Do you feel like one of these guys has a better shot than the other? It seems like at least you know Neighbors has the NHL time, so he's got that going for him. Uh, but there's there's pressure on these guys to put themselves in a position where they can play enough in St. Louis to make it worth them being on that roster. Yeah. If, if anyone's going to have a better chance than the other, I would think it's going to be neighbors just because of his experience. And he's, he's had that taste up here and it's just going to be very difficult for, unless one of these guys just comes in and knocks the organization off, you know, off their socks. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be tough to uh, really crack this roster because of, uh, you know, just the balance and, and, and veterans that they have. And uh, how are you, you know, how are you going to be able to push one of these guys out of a job? Uh, that's, that's going to be the main objective here. And I think neighbors is the one that's going to be ready to make that push. And if not, I mean, yeah, they'll, you know, they won't, they won't hesitate sending him down and allowing him to continue to gain experience, get polished with the pro game. I mean, they, they made the decision, obviously, last year to send him back to juniors. And I think uh, in the grand scheme of things, it, it was probably the best move. Uh, but you know what? You know, I, I really wouldn't uh, discount completely Zach Bolduc. I mean, they had a chance to talk to him during the prospects camp. And this kid's very, very confident in his game, and rightfully so. I mean, he's a goal scorer. Um, he was able to get a little bit of a taste last year, got to play in a preseason game and was able to contribute in a game up in Chicago. So, um, you know, there, there's never, there's never any, uh, what's the best way to say the the blues aren't going to turn away somebody that's going to be able to score at this level. And, and if he comes in and shows the ability that he can score at this level, uh, you know, they're going to give him every chance, but it, it's just going to be very tough to do that. Knowing from top to bottom that, uh, they have guys in place, and, and, and they have guys that have been around, like the Clint Costins, and you're talking about Logan Browns, those kind of players that are going to be battling for, for jobs in that top 12 that have a leg up on these guys. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a very interesting battle to see how this all unfolds in camp, and those are some of the names to definitely keep an eye on. From the moment the season ended last year, my question was, how do you close the gap with Colorado and Colorado may not quite be the same team this upcoming year that they were just now, but they're still pretty darn good. Um, the the salary situation created an area where you really couldn't add much to the team. Uh, the team's probably not a whole lot better, and then you do that whole thing trying to compare to Colorado. Is one spot where maybe they can uh, hunt them down a little bit and improve themselves is if one of these young guys take a huge step forward? Well, I'll be honest with you there. If, uh, if you have a healthy Jordan Bennington, uh, that that's a good place to start. Yeah. And, uh, that's, that's really where that, that series took a, a big shift last year. And we also, you know, how well Bennington was p- performing in the postseason, And, uh, unfortunately it ended for him. Uh, 
And if he comes in and, and performs at the level that he did in the playoffs last year, uh, I think that's a good place to start. And, and if you get that kind of goaltending, that that normally resonates with the rest of the team in front of them. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't care what anybody says out there. Uh, you, you're as good as your goaltending is. And that's that's proven time and time again. I know last year was a, you know, a bit of an anomaly there. And when you see what Colorado did, uh, was, was their goaltending position, their uh, position of strength? Probably not. We all know that. But, you know, you have enough of that top tier talent there where they were able to overcome maybe some of the shortcomings that they, you know, and, and what a lot of people thought that they had in goal. But more times than not, you're as good as your goaltending is. And uh, I think we all saw how this team was performing last year. Uh, with Jordan Biddington behind him. And if he comes in this year uh, with that same kind of edge and with that same kind of mentality and, and performance-based uh, uh, abilities that he was giving, uh, I, I, I think they can close the gap uh, from from a balance standpoint, from top to bottom. It's going to be hard to do because Colorado's just that talented. But, you know, on any given night, uh, you, you know how these things go. Um, uh, you, you can beat anybody on any given night. And I, I just think that, there's going to be enough teams. Now Colorado is the hunted. They used to be the hunters. Now they're at the top and uh, night in and night out. And the Blues found that out the year after they won it. They're going to get everybody everybody's best shot. Colorado's going to be in the same shoes now. Is there even more pressure on Bennington this year considering you don't know what you're going to be able to get out of his backup in uh, Tomas Grice? To a certain extent, yeah. But I, I, I think he actually prefers it this way better because, you know, they say the right things, and when when goalies push each other, uh, it tip, it typically brings out the best in them and, and and keeps them on their toes. But I think he understands now that he's the guy, and this is the position that he wants to be in, and this is the position that he was in when they made their run. He was their guy, even though they had a veteran backup there with Jake Allen at the time. He was the one that was performing, and uh, he was the one that was given the keys. And I think this is a, a clear cut decision now that. Uh, He's going to get the keys, and he's going to get the bulk of these starts, uh, whether that's 50 games, 55, 60. I think that's, uh, in a perfect world, that's that's the area ballpark that they want to have him playing in. Uh, now, you, you want to have a capable backup. They had that with Billy Husso last year, who did a, did a really good job. And without his performance, I don't know necessarily that uh, they even make the playoffs last year. But now this is going to be Jordan Bennington's team completely moving forward. And I think that's the position that he, he wants to be in. He had to basically go out, reassert and reprove himself. He was able to do that. And now he's going to get his chance. It's incredible. Isn't it? How fast the season comes. It does not feel like there was that long ago that uh, the Stanley cup was being hoisted. Now all of a sudden here we are on the eve of training camp getting underway. It is. It's crazy. And I mean, the thing you love about NH, you know, training camp in the NHL is, you know, you start tomorrow and you're playing your first preseason game two days later. Uh, the, that's why these guys, they're coming in, you know, you don't come in and use training camp uh, as a chance to get yourself in shape. You better be in shape when you get here. That's why a lot of these guys get going a good month or even longer than that. And they start training and skating on their own. So these guys are going to come in uh, tomorrow, boots running and, uh, Jobs, you know, there, there's going to be competition and uh, the very few jobs that they have open. And now there's going to be uh, a little bit more of an opening there now with the news of Marco Scandella being out at least six months. It's going to give some of these younger guys like a Nico Mikola, Scott Perunovic, maybe even a Callie Rosen. That's going to give these guys a chance to maybe push 
for one of those back-end jobs. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Lou, great stuff. Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to uh, catching up with you uh, throughout the course of the season. All right, Matt. Take care. Very good. There's uh, Luke Korak joining us. We appreciate him taking a little bit of time with us as uh, it's here. It's here, training camp, getting underway. The first preseason game just days away uh, as the Blues get their season underway and a lot of reason uh, to be excited. So their first preseason game is a week from yesterday, next Tuesday, and they are going to match up against the uh, Chicago Black. Check that, check that. I got that wrong. Their first preseason game is on Saturday, Saturday when they match up against the Coyotes. So uh, two days into training camp, they play their first preseason game, as Lou alluded to, and uh, it happens over so quickly. All right, up next, uh, we're going to talk uh, Cardinals baseball with a guy who is a nationally syndicated uh, radio host, grew up a Cardinal fan. Uh, I have followed him for a long, long time, and it's fun to uh, be able to uh, bring him on this program and have a conversation with him. He's Josh Innes, and he joins us in just a moment on Sports Open Line on KMOX. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. Continuing to take you through a Wednesday evening, we will lead you right into coverage of the Cardinals and the Padres tonight. It is Sports Open Line. So a little uh, background here. I've been a fan of this guy for a while. I first heard him. He would uh, fill in nationally for uh, Jim Rome back in the day. He's jumped around in sports radio. He maybe made the smartest decision of his career when he jumped out of sports radio. He's now a nationally uh, syndicated uh, morning radio show host, and he's always been a Cardinal fan. He reached out to me after I got this job, uh, which was pretty cool for me, and I thought, you know what? I wonder if he'll come on and talk Cardinals with me every once in a while on Sports Open Line. He is Josh Ennis. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh Innes show. That's I N N E S. Josh, thanks so much for uh, taking some time. How are you? You know, Matt, you make it sound like it's like uh, a, a chore for me to be on Camo X. Like I've been asking your boss Steve to hire me there since I was about fifteen, and uh, he never has. Uh, obviously, he probably made a good decision. But um, I am thrilled to be on. This is something I've wanted to do since I was about thirteen years old, living in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Listening to this radio station in my dad's truck, when he'd go to bed, I'd go out to his truck when it would get dark out, and I would back up and down the driveway trying to pick up KMOX, and I'd listen to Mike, and I'd listen to Jack, and then eventually Mike and Joel Myers for half a season, then Mike and Wayne Hagen, then Mike and John Rooney, and uh, this is the coolest thing ever. I appreciate you having me on, man. It's so when I got this job, like my story was I grew up in St. Louis and I loved this station and oh my God, now I'm on KMOX and it's still, sometimes I walk into the building and I look at the logo and I'm like, this is where I'm working. This is a, a really cool thing. And I think there's a lot of people like you who work in this industry that in some form or fashion, can, you can trace back their love of radio to this station. Absolutely, man. Um, I grew up. Uh, everywhere because my dad worked on the radio, not in St. Louis, but, you know, in a bunch of small places. I think Memphis was probably the biggest place my dad's worked. But uh, we used to uh, visit my family in Poplar Bluff down there in the boot hill, about two and a half hours from you guys. And that's where I was born. And I lived there for a couple years. I would visit relatives there all the time. And my grandpa, diehard Cardinals guy. And that's how I grew to love the Cardinals. I'd visit him in the summer and you know how those Missouri summers are. It's hot. It's sticky. There's the fireflies out in the backyard. You're having a catch. And on the radio is Jack and Mike. 
And my grandpa was the kind of guy that would sync up his like big uh, stereo he had in the uh, living room. He'd sync it up with the TV broadcast. So we would listen to the play-by-play on the radio and watch the game. And I've been doing that since I was 15. Like, my wife thinks I'm a dork. Like, I go to games and I still bring a radio and listen. I text your boss, Steve, all the time to complain when the, the app isn't synced up with stuff. And I get very upset over it. Um, you know, I'm just a dork. Like, no, like, people don't like to admit the things they dork out over. But for me, it's the Cardinals. It's KMOX. It's Jack Buck. The one time I got to meet Jack Buck was like the thrill of my life. Uh, every time I've had a chance, I've, I've gone to meet Mike. And I, but let me tell you, I'll tell you this, uh, that when I heard that Mike was retiring last year, I, I was on my phone in the shower because I'm weird. And I'm, I take like hour long showers and scroll through my phone. And I saw a thing pop up that said, Mike is going to retire. And I kid you not, I sat in the shower and I sobbed that Mike was retiring because I was like, this guy is my childhood. Like this, I'm 36. So Jack was kind of at the tail end for me. Like a lot of my Jack experience is watching the 1987 highlight video, That's a Winner, or Heck of a Year, the 1985 one, or, you know, listening to old stuff on YouTube. But Mike, and when I think this is Mike in his prime, I'm talking the Pujols home run in 05. I'm talking that rally against the Nationals in 12 and game five, like peak Mike Shannon, like to me at his best. That's what I've heard, you know, for my teen years and now my adult years. And like, that's Cardinals baseball to me. Like Mike Shannon is Cardinals baseball. So when I heard Mike Shannon was retiring, I sat there and sobbed in the shower. And my wife walks in. She's like, you've been in here an hour. What are you doing? Nothing. Just leave me alone. Okay. Nothing. I mean, that's, it was such a big deal to me that Mike was retiring and everything. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I used to listen to the Cardinals and my dad, as I told you, my dad's truck. Like, at night, you know, you could pick up KMOX anywhere. And this is, you know, the kids today can listen to a ball game on their phone or wherever. You know, back in my day, you'd have to get in the car, dial it to 1120 and hope that it came in. And on a clear night, it would. And if you're feeling frisky and you felt like you needed a better reception, you take dad's truck, despite the fact you're 13, you drive down to the end of the block and park it and hope you could hear Mike Shannon. And that's how I live my life. And I feel such a connection to St. Louis, even though I never lived there. It's one of my favorite places. And I used to, I know I'm rambling now, sorry, but this is like a huge moment for me. Like I used to listen to to Mike Kelly calling Mizzou games with, with Gary Link. And I listened to him with Kareem Rush and Clarence Gilbert and then Ricky Paulding. Like, I just love everything about St. Louis. It's like, it's my favorite place. I love St. Louis. I love the Cardinals. I love Camelag. This is truly the coolest. I, I love it. I, I, you weren't rambling. I think it's really cool, and I think a lot of people probably uh, can very much connect with what you're saying. I have two follow-ups on what you just said, though. First off, what kind of phone do you have that you can sit in the shower and you don't destroy it with the water that's coming down? Well, I, what I do is I sit uh, I crisscross applesauce, I guess is the politically correct way to say it now. And then I, I have the water not hitting me, so I just sit in there and kind of steam for a while. My phone is really messed up. It's, like, been water damaged and everything. But that's how, like, I'll sit in there and listen to the Cardinals, you know, at night sometimes. I'm weird. I like to take hour-long showers. I'm a strange individual. That might be why, you know, my bathroom is really gross but, uh, and why my wife hates me and why our water bill's high. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and my, my phone has survived, but it's not in great shape. Was your dad aware at night that you would be moving his truck? I think he was because he grew up. Um, he worked in Poplar Bluff. That's where he's from originally is Poplar Bluff. 
And uh, so he would drive up with his brother, and they'd go to Cardinals games, and he'd get a press pass and basically just used it as an opportunity to take pictures with people he loved. So I've got a photo album. I was born in 86. So my dad, when I was about a year old, just took me with a media pass with him to a game. I've got a picture with Vince Coleman in the locker room as a baby. I've got a picture with Ted Simmons as a baby. And one of my most prized possessions is a picture of me as an infant child sitting on Jack Buck's lap in the dugout at Bush Memorial Stadium. Couldn't have been a year old. And, uh, and that's one of my most prized possessions. And the one time I got to meet him is a, you know, where I could remember it. Me and my grandpa uh, were at a game. It was in August of 2000. They were playing the Diamondbacks. And uh, we went to the game. I'd come up from Louisiana. You know, we went to Six Flags. Because really, if you're anywhere in the Midwest, you go to Six Flags in St. Louis. You load up the wagon. You, you, grandma prepares all the food so you don't have to spend all the money there. You go ride the Screaming Eagle and the Ninja, and you do all that stuff. And then we went to a ball game. And uh, I, I actually caught a batting practice home run. I think Tony Womack might have hit it. I was in right field up in that old elevated area of Old Bush Stadium, and I caught it. And I go, Grandpa, this is awesome. I caught a ball. Now we got to go meet Jack Buck, my hero. I'd been calling games into a recorder. Like I, I, I had aspired to be the voice of the Cardinals, which deep down is still my goal in life. I know it'll never happen. I've been fired for way too many offensive things to ever work for the Cardinals. But uh, I, it was my dream. I wanted to be the voice of the Cardinals, swinging along, one adios, all that. That was my dream. So I wanted to meet Jack Buck. So at the old ballpark, most people know this, you go up to the second or third level there, and the, the announcers had to walk out of the press box, out kind of into a common area to catch the elevator. So I waited out there, and I was like, Grandpa, when Jack Buck comes out, i got to meet Jack Buck. So Jack Buck finally kind of, he at the time he had Parkinson's, you know, what, he wasn't doing too hot. But he comes out, and I go, Mr. Buck, Mr. Buck, can I get you to sign my ball? And he goes, come on over here, kid. And he, we got in an elevator, you know, the media elevator there. And he, I said, yeah, I handed him the ball. I said, hey, I caught this today. Can you sign it for me? And uh, I didn't know what the hell else to say. So I go, well, I read your book. That's a winner like 10 times. And he says, uh, did it put you to sleep? <laughs> and I go, oh, Mr. Buck, you're great, whatever. He signs it, you know. And as soon as it, it felt like as fast as I met him, the elevator door opened and he disappeared. And Jack Buck was just gone. And I said, Grandpa, it just dawned on me. I did not get a picture with Jack Buck. So the next night we go to another game and I go, Grandpa, I'm going to go wait outside of the press box because I want to meet Jack Buck and, and get a picture this time. Jack Buck comes out again. He's, you know, kind of whatever. I go, Mr. Buck, Mr. Buck, can I get a picture? And he looks at me and maybe he thought I was some sort of guy trying to get autographs to sell them. But he looks at me and just goes, Kid, I signed yours yesterday and got in the elevator and rolled out. <laughs> so I never got a picture with Jack Buck, but I did get a picture with the Mad Hungarian that day. Uh, but uh, I know, again, I'm rambling here, but like, I think I represent a lot of people that grew up listening to the Cardinals. There's such a great passion for the Cardinals. That's why the, the radio network is in however many states it's in, 15 states, however many, 20, I don't even know. Uh, it's, I have such a passion for KMOX. And the people that have been on there, you know, Charles Jacob was from my hometown. So that was a big deal for us. Like Charles Jacob, wasn't a big deal that he was on CNN. It was that he was on KMOX, the voice of St. Louis. And, you know, all the other greats that have been there, you know, with, with, with you know, Dan Deardorff and Costas and all those guys. But, like, that's America's sports voice, man. I used to record all of the stuff that would be on the station uh, through my radio. And then I'd go in and do fake baseball games into my recorder. And I would put all the KMOX commercials in there. So like Cook's Pest Control 
or TWA. I would go back and recreate the billboards at the end of the games where St. Louis Cardinal baseball is brought to you by smooth bush beer and easy drinking bush light. Why don't you head for the mountains, the mountains of bush beer by Transworld Airlines. One mission, yours. Like I was just so into it and passionate about it. And now as you get older, you get kind of jaded about things, Matt, because you realize that the world's not all sunshine and rainbows. But the one thing that still I am optimistic about is St. Louis Cardinals baseball on the radio for whatever reason. Like I can, I can envision that person who's down at the lake listening to Mike and Jack. Like I can, I can see that and I want to be that person, you know, Uh, it's just so cool. It's just, it's awesome, man. And to grow up listening to this station to grow, like imagine me being 14 years old, wanting to be the voice of the Cardinals and listening to camo X every night listening to the Cardinals or listening to Mike Kelly yell bang when Clarence Gilbert hits the game winner in that first round game against Georgia in 2001. And I'm like, now I text the guy that runs Camo X probably way too much. I think he gets annoyed with me, but that's okay. I'll text him all hours of the night. But like, I, I would never thought that in a million years, in a million years, like, like could you think David Freeze could have imagined when he was growing up in St. Louis that one day he hit the biggest home run in the history of the Cardinals? No, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. It's unbelievable because it's too good to be true. And then there's this kid that wants to be the voice of the Cardinals and loves KMOX. And I used to drive by the old building. And my grandpa said, you know, maybe one day you'll work there. And I went, Grandpa, that'd be the coolest. And uh, and then I'm texting the guy that runs KMOX. Like, it's, it's, it's so bizarre to me that that's the case. But um, it's just it's such a cool thing, man, to be to be here with you. I have, I have truly, and I, you mentioned that I hosted Rome, and I worked in Philadelphia and Houston, and I'm in Nashville now, and I've done all these things. There is nothing cooler for me than to be on KMOX radio right now. It is truly like the high point of my life. Well, it Joe, is amazing. This has been a blast. I want to talk to you about baseball. We're out of time, so I'm just going to have to bring you back on, and we'll actually talk about the Cardinals if that's all right. Uh, yeah, the, the dude from the Rock Station is now the Cardinals baseball insider. Whoa. So, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll you on on occasion for point. sure. Thank you, brother. Hey, sorry to filibuster for so long, man, but I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, that was great. Josh Inn is joining us here on Sports Open Line. I loved it. I loved every moment of that conversation. That was really, really cool. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour one of the program at Sports Open Line on KMOX. <laughs> Just a couple minutes left here in hour number one of the program. That was a fun conversation with Josh Innes. One of the things I love when people talk about this station and the history of the station and the history of the Cardinals and all the family connections and things like that, people always really resonate with that. We got the uh, the phones lit up a little bit from it, uh, including Kevin, who's giving us a call. Kevin, I got about a minute for you. You're on KMOX. Yeah, hey, thank you. I had the opportunity to do a three-stadium uh, visit with my dad, uh, the old Sportsman's Park, he took me to my first game, Cardinal-Cub doubleheader, uh, Cardinal split with the Cubs. Lou Brock played right field for the Cubs in game two. Bill White hit a home run on the pavilion and rattled around. It was awesome. Then we got to go to uh, Bush uh, Stadium. Then we got to go to Bush 2. And Mike Shannon made something very, very special. I got a note to Mike in the press box. And my dad and I were sitting in Section 250 right underneath the press box. And I, I caught his eye in the middle of the game, like the fifth or sixth inning. He takes his headphones off in the middle of the game, uh, comes forward, and says something to my dad about how special it was 
and what we were doing to celebrate three stadiums. And don't make this the last one. And I'll never forget it. Hmm. Very cool, Kevin. Appreciate the phone call. People, it's it's amazing the stories people have and the impact uh, that the broadcasters for the Cardinals have had on people. And again, talking with Josh and just hearing uh, his passion for it. And again, when I had him on, we were going to talk about the team. We were going to talk about why they're not scoring runs and things like that. But it was more fun to listen to him um, really kind of go on about what these broadcasts and what this radio station means to him. And then we get people calling up who kind of say the same thing and the impact that a Mike Shannon or a Jack Buck or uh, any of those guys might've had. I, yeah, I, my dad worked with uh, with Jack for for many years, so I, I met him on a couple occasions. Didn't have much of a relationship with him, but I can certainly remember those moments where I met him, and it was a really really big deal. All right, first hour of the program in the books. Coming up next hour, we'll talk Cardinals baseball with Brian Walton. We'll talk Missouri State basketball with their head coach Dana Ford. That's all on the way. This is Sports Open Line, and we're back in just a moment or so after the news here on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.